kids. Well, here we are. It's Friday, September 10th, and last night, Biden made a speech, and I'm going to break this down for you a little bit. I cannot say I'm surprised by the things that are happening right now, mandates by the government. I have been warning about this on the podcast. I have been warning about a precedent being set, a precedent of allowing the government to say, do, and mandate whatever they want, and a precedent of compliance, obedience, and even a defense by the American people of these what are now seeming like unconstitutional mandates. So in case somehow you've managed to miss all the news about this, Biden is now putting in a mandate. We don't know exactly when it's going to start, but this is going to require businesses that have over 100 employees to have all of their employees fully vaccinated, or they will be forced to undergo weekly COVID testing at the facility or the organization's place of business. So let me put that into layman's terms for you. The government, Big Brother, is now telling private businesses how they have to run and manage their businesses and their employees. And if you do not comply with this mandate, you will be severely fined. Money that just goes right back into the government's pocket. Because clearly excessive taxation for shit that we don't even really know what the money's going toward, a lot of it's going towards the salaries of these assholes that are trying to tell us how to live our lives. So now let's attack business. Yeah, that's great for the economy. That's going to be good. I'm sure a lot of these businesses are going to be happy about it because it takes the onus off of them. Now they can get back to a full workforce and they can say, well, it's not our rule. It's the government's rule. We're just following the law, just like the government and Biden being a bunch of fucking pussies because they're not telling these American workers or people. They're not saying we're mandating that all Americans get the vaccine. No, they're putting that on the business. So it's this totally shielded lack of actual responsibility and accountability by anyone. The government is telling the business management and business owners what to do with their employees. Meanwhile, the business management and owners can defend themselves against upset employees by saying, we're just doing what we're told. Like good little boys and girls. In total transparency, I will say that the speech was last night. I then played a a musical gig shortly after the speech. And then by the time I got home, I was tired. I didn't really care to research this too much. And I've been just reading some articles today. I, I wouldn't say that I've done any actual research per se. I do feel like I am informed enough to turn on the mic and have this conversation with you guys, but I I will be doing more research because I think that research, it's not going to inform me in a way where I feel like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have said that. It's going to inform me in a way that arms me with more figurative bullets for the gun. I say figurative, figurative, but at some point, we, the people, we, the people, need to say we're not going to accept this. I don't know if any of you kind of see where this is going in our society. And so many of you are standing up in its defense, which shocks me. You know, a very easy comparison would be Nazi Germany. Originally, the Nazi party did not have goals to overtake the world and kill Jews. That was not their goal at all. It was politically party-driven. That's it. Leadership and perhaps a change of policies. You know, Hitler was not necessarily even the brains or the brawn or the muscle or whatever behind any of the Nazi movement. He was surrounded by a group of different individuals in different positions within the government or German military 
And they all got in his ear and got in his head and they enforced their own ideas and ideologies. You know, everyone thinks when they think of Hitler, they think the Holocaust, the Jews. That wasn't really Hitler's idea. In fact, if I remember correctly from history, he didn't really support it. He was not on board with it. But at that point, the machine was too big for him to stop. And so it all just gets pinned on Hitler. But he was not the linchpin behind that. And just as in our modern government, you know, Biden, I'm not blaming all of this on Biden. I'm not blaming all of this on any one administration. There are all of these different people, advisors that he has that get in his ear. It's just like with every previous president, depending on what side of the aisle you sit on, when George W. Bush was president, everybody who didn't like George W. blamed George W. for everything. When Obama was president, everyone who didn't like Obama, when there was stuff they didn't like about how the country was going, they blamed Obama. Same with Trump. With Biden, there's not a whole lot of blaming going on because honestly, it's real quiet on the Western set, ladies and gentlemen. There has been almost no news about the government since Biden took office. In fact, not even a day after Biden made this speech, I noticed on social media, no one is making a comment about it. No one. I don't see one comment. I see people talking about a new Matrix trailer and stuff like that. No one is talking about this. However, if Trump were to make a comment about a disabled person or something like that, that would be total constant, every social media feed filled with anger and just outrage. Every news channel just round the clock showing video and playing the same clip over and over and over again. I'm sorry, but insensitivity, while I don't support it, insensitivity is not nearly as bad as watching our country move into a damn near dictatorship system. Now, many of you may be saying, well, what can we do about it? We don't have any elections coming up. I mean, we can only make change at the voting machine. Wrong. We are we the people. We can make change whenever we want. All of these politicians live and die by their approval ratings, by the lobbyists that they work with that make them very rich. If any of those things are affected by American response, overwhelming American response... I guarantee you these people would change their position in a heartbeat. Now, as I mentioned, I'm not researched at the moment. I will do research to figure out what can be done beyond just approval ratings and things like that to have a major massive impact on these politicians that are a part of a movement that is taking our country in a very, very scary direction. If you think this is the end of it, you are wrong. You are being put into a place where you are being made quiet, complacent, obedient, supportive. And then everyone will get to a point where it's like, well, you know, I kind of support all this stuff. Now I can't flip flop because the next thing I don't like. So I guess I'll just support that too and assume everything's gonna be okay. And speaking of flip-flop, let's talk about some of these Hollywood elite that just a matter of a few years ago were proudly, openly against mandatory vaccinations and saying it's a parent's right, whether with their child and childhood inoculations and things like that. And no, I haven't gone and researched necessarily each one of these people to see where they stand on the COVID vaccine mandates. But my guess would be that most, if not all of these Hollywood elites are fully supportive of the liberal agenda and think anyone who isn't getting the COVID vaccine is an idiot. So let's look, let's call some of these assholes out. 
So to give credit to the source, I will tell you that I'm looking at a Rolling Stone magazine uh, online article from June 14th, 2019. So right before things started to go to shit. So it's not like these were people's opinions back in 2003 and I've I've had time to rethink my stance and I've changed my mind. Yay! First off, Jessica Beale. And primarily, Jessica Beale argued that families should have the right to make educated medical decisions for their children. Families should have the right. Think, don't forget, it's America. We are based and founded on rights, inherent rights. And she strongly believes that parents should be allowed and have the right to make decisions regarding vaccinations on behalf of their children. That would also apply, you would think, on the flip side, that adults should have the right to make decisions on behalf of their own vaccines. The only reason that's not really brought up in any of this stuff is because up to that point, most or not all adults were already inoculated as a child, so they weren't really getting vaccines as an adult. But the point being is that the right should fall on the individual, the adult, the parent, the citizen, not mandated by the government. As you will see is a pretty consistent theme with these A-list assholes. Alicia Silverstone, a famed young actress from, oh, probably late 80s, early 90s, where is she now? Who knows? But she put out a book in 2014 where she said, there has not been a conclusive study of the negative effects of such a rigorous one-size-fits-all shoot-em-up schedule. Talking about vaccinations and saying, maybe we shouldn't mandate or enforce these vaccinations because it is a big one-size-fits-all situation and we're not 100% sure of the results or the side effects or the outcomes that it could have. Now, right now, you're going to have the CDC saying, well, we've been given vaccinations for a year and we have been studying it and there are no long-term side effects. We haven't gotten to the point where long-term can even be used. And even more so, this is not, you know, just vaccinations that have been being used for decades and decades for just children. We are talking about a blanketed vaccination across the world. Meanwhile, the the individuals that are not really being asked to be vaccinated are children. That's weird. Now, I'm sure all of you have remember, well, maybe not all of you, maybe some of you just could not care because we have another quote unquote A-lister, Jenny McCarthy, who again, had more of a B-list career at best. So let's not give her the credit of being an A-lister, but she was very outspoken about anti-vax, but she wanted to clarify, you know, we're not an anti-vaccine movement, we're pro-safe vaccine schedule. So again, it all goes back to, well, let's make sure. Let's, it's okay to exercise caution and we should have the right to do so. Yay! Jim Carrey, he made a statement back in 2009 that I think is very well stated, but I will tell you right now, he will think you're a fucking idiot if you are not getting the COVID vaccine. And he will blindly stand complacently and obediently behind the liberal movement because he's so ingrained in that now, he's spoken for it so much that he would look like an idiot if he went against it. But what he said in 2009 is, in this growing crisis, we cannot afford to blindly trumpet the agenda of the CDC, the American Academy of Pediatrics, or vaccine makers. 
He also blasted Governor Jerry Brown, calling him a fascist in 2015 for signing a law mandating vaccines for all school-age children, regardless of their parents' religious beliefs. Now, here we go. Mandates. Government mandates for vaccinations, 2015. That's fascism as far as Jim Carrey's concerned. Where is the Twitter outrage from Jim Carrey calling Biden a fascist? Jim Carrey, you are a hypocritical piece of shit. Which is a shame, because I've always been a big fan of Jim Carrey, and I've ignored most of his political shit for the last five, six years, or whatever, where he's become more outspoken. But I'm going to have a difficult time. Hypocrisy is one of my least favorite things in the world, so I am now going to have a very difficult time ever watching a Jim Carrey movie again. Bill Maher, who is very famously, notably liberal and I'm sure supports the Biden administration. But he once said, why would you let the government be the ones to stick a disease into your arm? I would never get a swine flu vaccine or any vaccine. I don't trust the government, especially with my health. Now, despite the fact that I've said that Bill Maher is liberal, I think he is also a very insightful and intelligent man. So who knows, maybe he is anti-vaccine regarding COVID. I have not done that research yet. There will be a follow-up, and I am going to dig deeper. Right now, I just need to vent, to let this out, and to have essentially a reaction podcast to this news. But I will be curious to see if Bill Maher is pro-COVID vaccine. Because if he is, that flies 150% in the face of his own comment. Rob Schneider, okay, again, not necessarily an A-lister, but a lot of people know Rob Schneider from a variety of Adam Sandler films, Saturday Night Live... But he said in the past that, quote, the parents have to be the ones who make the decisions for what's best for our kids. It can't be the government saying that. In fact, these inflammatory comments caused State Farm to pull an advertisement that featured Rob Schneider because of uproar from pro-science groups. It is the cancel culture that we live in because of the uproar. That's what we need to be doing right now. Uproar. Uprising. You think cancel culture can extend to politicians? Wrong. It can. Selma Blair is another actress. Again, not sure that I would call her an A-star actress. But at one point on her Twitter account, she said that while she had vaccinated her own kid, parental choice is our right. Most vaccinate, let us choose. So again, it's this constant theme of these people that were taking this stand not that long ago that it should be our choice. It should not be mandated by the government. Where are these people now? Where is their uproar? Where are, is the movement that they're starting on social media or wherever else to reiterate the points that they made not that long ago that this should be our choice? Uh, they probably don't have time to be on Twitter right now because they're busy writing checks to Biden's administration. Charlie Sheen, he's definitely an A-lister. At one point, he was so against his children getting vaccinations that he had to get his attorney involved with his ex-wife, Denise Richards. That's pretty extreme. There are more of these A-listers out there. Again, I'm gonna do further research. I'm gonna find out which of these people are absolute fucking hypocrites, and I'm going to call them out on it, and I would love for you to hop on whatever social media you use and call them out on it, too. People need to be held accountable. You can't just completely change a position just because it is convenient for you. And right now it is convenient for certain people who support this current administration. Look, if Trump had been reelected and Trump had made this same speech last night, I would be having the exact same level of uproar. This has nothing to do with party lines. This has nothing to do with sitting on certain side of the aisle. This has to do with the government getting too big for their own britches, 
And perhaps the more disappointing part, the American people not only being complacent, not only being obedient little doggies, but defending this bullshit. As I have said, I am fully vaccinated. That was my choice, mainly because I could kind of see where things were going and I may want to participate in a bigger event, go on a cruise, something like that. I'm not an anti-vaxxer. But it should absolutely be my choice. Oh, and let's not forget that the, the vaccine that they are making mandatory does not keep you from getting COVID. It does not keep you from spreading COVID. It may limit your likelihood of going to the hospital, but you're still getting it. You're still spreading it. And that's the problem. Now, all of a sudden, we're all non-symptomatic because we're vaccinated and we don't know that we're spreading it to the people that aren't vaccinated. And for the people that aren't vaccinated, I'm sure, you know, they've made that choice and they understand the consequence of, yes, I may get COVID and that's my choice. Fine. Why are we going out of our way to move into this dictatorship like government to protect people who are OK with the consequences and aware of the consequences? If they get sick, if they die, that's kind of on them. But remember, this vaccine does not keep you from getting it, does not keep you from spreading it, yet we're making it mandatory. It's kind of fucking stupid. Also, let's not forget about masks, because now mask mandates are going to be coming back. In fact, it's already starting to happen, even though the CDC is not, you know, at least in the area that I live in, they're not recommending it that I know of. I need to go research that a little bit more. But already, I believe there's going to be an order put in the state of Ohio that all indoor places, people will have to wear masks. Which is it? Do I need to wear a mask or do I need to be vaccinated? If I am vaccinated, I should not have to wear a mask. Oh, but you're going to spread it to the people who aren't vaccinated. Well, see my earlier comment. They made their choice not to get vaccinated. It's been out there for a while. It's been free. If they get it because they're walking around unmasked around people that they know are basically AIDS monkeys carrying this thing around asymptomatically, that's their fucking problem. I don't care. I have no sympathy for them. Just like in five years, if we start to see some serious side effects from all of these shots, and I mean, that could actually be the global pandemic. What happens if there is some serious medical after effect that starts to impact the majority of the world's population? Guess what? Those anti-vaxxers that didn't get the vaccination, they're not going to feel sorry for us either. They're going to be like, I told you so. I am not saying that's going to happen. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I am telling you that we can't rule it out 100%. And for those of you who are regular listeners to my podcast, you, you've heard me talk about Natalie's Pizza, who enforced a mandate in order to go into their pizza establishment that you have to be vaccinated and show proof of vaccination. And my whole argument has been, why not just reinforce a mask policy? Because now everyone can come in and we're not segregating people based on their vaccination status. But no, we've got to mandate the vaccination. We've got to cross this line that should not be crossed in this country ever. I am 100% of the opinion that we have now reached the time where we need to have an uprising against government officials that are going to mandate what we do with our bodies. I also want to remind all of you people who are pro-choice, and as I stated in a recent podcast, and I think stated quite well, for those of you who are pro-choice, but also pro-mandate vaccination, your whole argument about the vaccination is, well, you could kill somebody. I'm just going to let that breathe for a second. I'm not recommending violence or anything like that. I'm not recommending storming the Capitol or anything like that. That stuff doesn't really affect change. 
I will be researching and figuring out ways that we, the people, for anyone who is interested and agrees with my perspective, how we can make our voices heard and rise up against the government and force them to change their stance. Because if all of these people think, I'm not getting elected, if I don't change my stance, or rather reelected, they will change their stance toot sweet because they do not have your best interest in mind. They have their own best interest and their political career in mind. I'll tell you right now that I will be extremely resistant in places of business that are requiring a mask mandate, despite the fact that I am fully vaccinated. I'm done. I'm fed up. All right. Yes, this was not a very happy, uplifting, positive, or definitely not a comedic episode of Jeff Becomes Jeff, but I have a platform, I have a microphone, I have listeners, and this is a message that I feel really needs to get out there, and people need to really reflect and let this marinate, and forget about whether you hated Trump, forget about whether you were all pro-Trump, forget about any of the political stuff and how you felt, you know, eight, nine months ago. This has nothing to do with parties. This has to do with a government that feels like they can do whatever the fuck they want. And they're right, because we're all a bunch of dumb sheep that are sitting around just doing whatever the fuck they tell us and even worse, defending them. Why? What is wrong with you people? All right, I'm going to shut up on this issue. I will revisit it at some point here in the near future after I've done some more research. I will try not to dwell on it and make an entire episode out of it, but obviously this is going to continue to come up because I do feel strongly about it. Thank you again, everyone, for tuning in. I hope that some of what I said resonated with you, if not all of it. And I hope we as a country and we the people can find a way to right a ship that is in eminent peril of being capsized. Until next time, I'm Jeff. And I'm Jeff. night.